Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hey everybody, happy Thursday. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. And I am so happy to have you join us live today. And if you are a repeat listener, thank you for coming back. And if you're new, wait till you hear the story of my guest. It is going to be a great show because on this show, this is what we do. We educate, empower, and inspire. And you will get all of that from my guest and me today. And, um, you know, I, I can't believe that it's October 22nd already. Like, I know we were all so done with 2020, but I do believe, and I know my guest, Kelly Tyanon, and I will talk about this because we are on the same page, that, you know, we, we need to learn from every single thing that we go through. And I truly believe that all of us are going to come out this out of 2020 stronger, smarter, uh, you know, just more courageous because of the things that we've been through, because it's been a lot of crap. And so, you know, we're still hanging on to 2020, but, you know, it's coming to an end soon. So the other thing I wanted to mention today was that, um, you know, the month of October is a month of lots of awarenesses. I, I could go through all of them, but when we think of October, we think of breast cancer awareness. And I waited to speak about it today until I had Kelly on as my guest. And just a little public announcement here that ladies or men who love ladies, if you know somebody who has not gotten a mammogram or put it off because of COVID, get after that woman. Ladies, go after your children who are 40 and over. I know the ages keep changing, 40, 45, 55. I'm not sure what it is because I, I Googled it this morning and it's all different ages, but please don't put it off, okay? Because the risk is too high. And if you have family history of breast cancer, please talk to your gynecologist about, is it a gynecologist? Yes, gynecologist, about getting that mammogram. It's very, very important. So let me introduce my amazing, amazing guest who, you know, didn't really get to know her until like the past couple of months. And I've always heard lovely, beautiful, wonderful things about her. And I just couldn't believe that one person could be this wonderful, that she was just smart and beautiful and fit and, and just so giving of herself. But now that I've gotten to know her, yeah, she's the real deal, you guys. And uh, let me just tell you a little bit about my guest, Kelly Tyen who has been coaching women in health and fitness for over 10 years. She is a four-time national bikini champion, breast cancer survivor, team builder through her network marketing company, and is committed to empowering women through faith, fitness, and her accountability coaching programs online. She has been featured on ABC's Chronicle for her work with women empowerment. She is the founder of Level Up Live event, and she has her own podcast called Addicted to the Climb. 
building a strong and powerful community of women who want to stay on the climb of life is her mission. She invites those who are searching for more to join her private Facebook community called Faith, Fuel, and Fitness. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much. I mean, geez, those introductions. (laughs) I can't even believe. Sometimes when you hear them back, I'm sure you feel like that. You're like, okay, I can do this. (laughs) Thank you. It's a little overwhelming and it's a little, um, you're welcome. It's, well, it's all you, Kelly. You've done a lot of hard work your whole life. You've been up against the wall with a lot of tough times. And I, I, since we talk, since it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I would love um, for you to share your story about what you went through and, and, and how it affected your life and how you've, you persevered. Thank you. So, yes, I am a breast cancer survivor. I um, was diagnosed when I was 38. So I am 11 years free, which is a miracle. And I'm just so happy. It just, you know, gives me chills every single day. Thanks. It's, it's, it is amazing. And I was in the process of starting a boot camp and I wanted, I was always in the gym growing up. So just to backtrack a little, I always loved fitness and just really being around women because I also did network marketing, which we can talk about later. Um, so I was starting a boot camp and I named it Kelly's Boot Camp for Women. And I started that in the fall of 2008, putting it together. I had a friend that opened a gym and I said, hey, can I rent space and just get some local women in there and start doing this? He said, sure. So I went and got my certification. I be, actually became a CrossFit that was where I got my certifications to start. I wasn't crazy about CrossFit. So I said, I think I'm going to just really train women only and do women workouts. And I loved it. I started with that. And right when I opened the door, I got the diagnosis. It was almost at the same time. So I was going to be in that gym 5 a.m. and do my classes. I had no choice but to keep moving forward. And as tough as getting that news from a doctor saying you have cancer, I just thought to myself, listen, I committed. I want to lead women so they can become healthier. And through this process of my own that I'm going to go through, maybe they'll watch me and I can be an example to them because I knew I wasn't going to stop. I was I was persevering no matter what. And when I got the diagnosis, of course, my life was rocked completely. I mean, but I didn't let it rock me too long. And I had a strong family that, you know, they were my backbone, my faith, as you mentioned. Um, And that was what I did. I just kind of took the step and just kept going. I think so many women kind of give up or they think that they can't go on or they say, I can't do this because I have breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, But you see so many strong women like yourself these days saying, I am going to push through this. I am better than cancer. I'm going to beat this. And I think having a strong, um, strong feeling of faith and family and friends around you and knowing that other people are depending on you. And I love what you said about almost being um, a role model for those women because your boot camp was created just for women. Mm-hmm. And you know, sharing your story, letting them see you go through the journal, the journey of, of 
defeating this was probably very empowering to you and to them. So when they felt like, oh, you know, I'm just having a tough day. Well, Kelly had breast cancer, you know, and look at her. She's here every week. Or were you able to be there every yes. week? I, I never missed. Okay. Mm-hmm. I showed up every and morning. So, did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So you didn't have to undergo chemo or anything like that. We, I know we talked about this before. It was radiation. Not that that's like nothing. Right. Right. I did. I had to do um, eight to 10 weeks straight every single day of radiation. Mm -hmm. So I did have side effects, you know, tired and a few other things. But I, uh, like you said, and this is really my heart, I wanted to empower other women so they could see somebody that's going through something pretty big and say, I can do it too. Because I knew and I always had a passion for leading women and, you know, picking them up and saying, you can do it. You can do it. I was almost like a cheerleader as a kid. I always pressed on my girlfriends and I was never that girl to compete. It was always this room for all of us at the top. That's just how I always thought my mom brought me up that way. And, you know, I my mom suffered from rheumatoid arthritis my whole life since I was six months old and I never saw her sit down. She had it pretty badly, but she woke up every day. She put her makeup on. She presented herself beautifully. She, she was in pain, but I saw her just keep going. So I think that played a big role in my life to watch someone with a lot of pain, never give up and be an overcomer. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm just really proud of it because there have, through the boot camp, there were other women that did end up getting a diagnosis. As you know, women are diagnosed hundreds a day. And so I came across a few that I became, I'm like, you can do it. You know, I did it. You can do it. So I think that's what it's about. I I, I do too. And I know um, I want to talk about your mom because I know that she was a very strong role model in your life. And it was a a deep loss to you to lose her. Uh, But I I think having that stroll, strong role model in our parents, I don't think that a lot of people realize how much of our parents affect us mm-hmm. that we watch. And, you know, when I see younger pe- people having babies now, I say to them, you know, not like the old lady, like, listen to me, I'm the old lady telling you, you know, the old grandma advice, but it's true, you know, with, with, with age comes wisdom. It's very, very true. And I, I want to tell these young girls having babies, you know, everything you do, your child is watching. Don't think that just that you have a six month old that that child doesn't see. They start, they start hearing all this. They start seeing it and you are creating that for that child to see. And just just like with your mom, you saw her getting up even in pain every single day. And because of that, you are probably that that's what gave you the reason to do the same. You thought there is no other way. I need to get up this there. Like giving up isn't an option. Did you ever feel that way? A hundred percent giving up. And that has been my motto. Giving up is never an option. And that's how I lead my clients. Like, listen, if you signed up with me, we're going to do this. I'm going to call you every week. You're accountable to me. Giving up is not an option. We're here together. And exactly. That's just how it's embedded in my head. And I feel that way with 
anything that is of great significance that I'm going for, a goal, whatever I'm doing in my business, giving up is never an option. I love that. I want to go back to the point where you said that there was always room for others. And I I really love that as well, because being a fitness coach myself, being an accountability coach, we're very similar in a lot of the things that we do, empowering women and bringing women along. I think we're both involved in network marketing as well. And being in a group and in a team is something I had my horoscope chart read a few months ago. I know you and I talked horoscopes. And uh, one of the things that I enjoy very much is teamwork, being a part in being in a partnership. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I love training my clients, working with women, whether it's in network marketing or, or training my clients online or in the studio to get to be the, the best version of themselves as a team. I want them to know that I am here as a partner to get them to their goal, that it's not, they're not on this journey by themselves. And and I think it's so important in anybody who's listening right now, whatever your, your goal is, you can achieve that with the right mentor or coach. I think I say that every single week because it's just so true. I can't reach the goals that I have without having partners in the things that I'm doing. And you know, I, I think that you and I are on the same page with that philosophy. And how do you feel that philosophy uh, resonated during COVID when you couldn't see your, your clients in person and you were just doing it online? How did you create that relationship with them? I created, I just pivoted, just like you said, in my business. And I did, I said, how can I pivot in my business instead of being at the in my classes I started one-on-one coaching accountability FaceTime calls weigh-ins on FaceTime so they can see me and I can lift them up um, things like that I think it's I think what I want to go back to what you said was we are better together no matter what I don't believe in compare comparing I don't believe in fighting my way to the top and clawing at whoever is beneath me. I really, truly believe that I'm going to succeed if I'm grasping on her coattails and she's teaching me and and then I can teach the ones that come after me. I think it all works together. I think we need to all rely on each other more and stop with the cattiness and stop with the comparing and say, because I think coaching, like both of us do, um, we we all we said it last week, Jody. You and I. We all need a coach. We all need someone that's a few steps ahead of us to learn from. And I think that when it comes to working together, women just needs to get their guard down and just say, you know what, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna compare myself because I think that's a big one. Women tend to compare. Right. When you compare, you always you when you compare, you always lose. You're always in the loser position when you compare. Right. And I think just being part of a team and a community. So what I created was, back to your question, my one-on-one coaching so I can be among my people with them, speaking to them separately. And I also created my own Facebook group, a private community where women are like-minded and they want to be there. They're opting into this group. It's So it's not a public thing. They need to you know, opt in, answer some questions for me. And then once they're in, we're all in it together. 
we do things together there. We have themes, topics, different things every day. And that's how I'm trying to bring community together to lift each other up constantly, especially during this time when people are struggling. So I believe in rising up together and helping people when they fall. And I think transparency is huge now more than ever. I think transparency was always important, but now more than ever, when we talk about people wearing masks and, you know, having people, a few people together, you know, do you feel okay to come to this gathering or whatever it is? We need to be super transparent. And going back to when you were diagnosed with breast cancer and being transparent with the ladies that you were, you know, who were in your group class for boot camp. um, did you feel that you were empowered by them as well, that you needed them? And did you let them know that it is so important, you need them as much as they need you? So many of the women that come to us think that we've got our, our crap together and we're just like them. You know, we have bad days and we don't always want to work out and we don't always want to have a smile on our face. But I think the, the more transparent we can be, being our authentic, fearless selves gives the others an opportunity to maybe pull us up too, because we need it sometimes. Did you feel that way in your group when you, you know, a couple of years, you know? Jody, you said that perfect. I love that so much because to this day, I get my strength from my people. And I get my strength from my clients. When I see them struggling, I remember those days. And I'm and, and that's where you can talk it out. But back to the boot camp and when I was going through breast cancer, wow, did they empower me. I, I it, It's just what you said. I did. I thrived off their energy. I needed them as much as they needed me. So that was just, you know, it happened at maybe the perfect time if I was going to be diagnosed and I didn't have a community already set in place, who knows where I would be. And, and I think it's important to just be part of something. If you're going through breast cancer right now and you're alone, find a group, find a community, find someone that's already been through it and reach out. Don't do it alone. I say that about everything. It's hard to do anything alone. It's hard to achieve your fitness goals alone. It's hard to, you know... When you're in a struggle, a lot of people like to zip their lips and they don't want to speak about it and they stay in that bedroom or they they stay isolated. And that's the problem. I think being amongst others can lift you up and lift the other side up. So that's the problem. And and the issue is getting them to that group. And I have have Facebook groups, you have Facebook groups, it's getting them in that group because it is so easy for people to stay isolated. And during quarantine, I worried about some of the clients I didn't hear from that didn't feel they needed to work out. You know, two, we all thought we were going to be in quarantine for two weeks and then it turned out to be three months. And I have a brick and mortar. I know you do all of your things online. And uh, what I realized was that everything could be done online or through FaceTime, Zoom, whatever. But uh, that isolation, and I think a lot of people still feel that. So, I agree with you wholeheartedly that if whether it's breast cancer or you are depressed or you feel, you know, that you don't have enough social things going on because of COVID, please find a group. There's so many ways to get involved. And um, 
for me, when I'm not in a group or in a team or part of a partnership, I do feel alone. That's why I thrive in that. And uh, I think that finding other women who are like-minded, and I know you talk a lot about this in your podcast, is finding like-minded people to help you get through tough times, hold your hands. And um, in speaking of like-minded people, I know we're going to talk about the women that you train more, but you know, family and faith is very important to you. And I know that you have a very loving family, a, a wonderful husband that you speak so highly about. How how did he help you through that tough time? Wow. Yes. My family's everything. We're very close. I, I really am proud of the family we are. Um, we work at it, though. I want to tell you that just off the subject. It takes a lot of work in the marriage. And if you're married, you know, if you're not putting the work in, it doesn't work. So Tony is just, he was so supportive. He just was there for me through it all. He didn't have to say anything, just just would put his hand on my leg, just would touch me, just would tell me I'm going to be okay constantly. And I think that reassured me as well. And when I was, you know, having my weak moments, because again, I am not, I mean, I broke down guys. I don't want you to think that I was some superwoman because I wasn't, I just had a vision of, I saw myself healed. I made sure that I did everything I possibly could for my healing. So, you know, tweaking my diet, doing things that I could make me healthier from the inside out. I had to make changes because certain things I thought I was doing right weren't necessarily 10, 11 years ago. So I made, I did the things that I knew I could and my family just, they were just so supportive and just gave me so much love constantly and it helped in every way. So one of the questions that I, I I'm curious about is, and not to delve into this, is just on a on an intimate level, like, was that something you struggled with or was that something that because you have this amazing husband, you know, it just, it just kind of all just jived. You got it. You didn't have to speak about it. It was just there. And I think I, I think as women, I, well, I shouldn't speak as women. I think I did have some insecurities because of the situation right. at hand. I did have surgery and I, but overall, Jody, I think I was okay. I, I really was. Um, I, I tried not to let that be an issue. I, you know? I, love, I love that. I think yeah. that's so important because we get so much of our sexuality from, you know, our bodies in the way we view ourselves right. And the way we feel about ourselves, and I know something like breast cancer could really knock us off that that body confidence feeling. So um, that that's really what I was uh, curious about, and um, it, it's nice to hear that you you took things under con- you know put them in your own control because this is our own body, and taking the time to take care of ourselves. And um, to eat right, to exercise correctly uh, is really important. And I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, being proactive about your fitness 
is not just about working out, lifting weights, doing cardio. It's the mental part of working out as well that that makes people kind of addicted to working out, you know, addicted to that feeling because it releases those good feel-good hormones. And I think so many people wait until, not that it's too late, but that, that they get a scare, that they get uh, a physical scare. They get a scare to their health and then they go, oops, I better get going. And do you talk to, have you talked to a lot of women about that? Like you said, some of the women in your boot camp group did, you know, have breast cancer. Mm-hmm. I, I think just sh- being an example to them too, just you are going to go through something. Everybody goes through something, you know, struggles, whatever you want to call them in just being healthy from the inside, like you said, and working on your mindset. If you practice daily working on your mindset, which I started pretty much, like you said, sometimes it takes a diagnosis um, to really put the time in. It becomes a, a real habit and setting up those habits and talking to yourself kindly, doing all that over time is just how you are. I don't know if that makes sense, but what you said resonates with me so much because yes, it's all mindset. I mean, I can work out all day, but if my mind isn't right, I'm not going to feel good. I'm not going to think I look good in the mirror. So I think it all starts within your mind in the self-belief. You know, you have to believe in yourself and that has to start with journaling. I mean, people ask me all the time, well, how do you start believing in yourself? Well, think about the things you love about yourself instead of thinking about the things you hate about yourself. So why don't you start there? That's where I always tell people to start because we can rattle off 50 things we hate about ourselves. I could, like you asked me a minute ago about the intimacy with my husband and I could have sat and said, you know what? No, not tonight. I don't want to, I don't, I don't look good. I'm not going to, but I have to say, you know what? I'm healed. Look at me. I'm moving forward. And it's a mind twist. It's a flip of a switch that you have to switch those thoughts into positive thoughts. And that takes practice. It's not easy to do, as you know, Jody. It's not, but it's it can be done. I, f- I feel like you're my sister from. I feel like you're my sister from another mother. I I, I just like we 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 need to like talk more because um, I completely agree with you. It is like a mind twist. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have to you have to put on that switch and you have to make the effort, just like you have to make an effort in your relationship. Yes with your husband, with your kids, with, with the people that you train. It's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that writing things down, um, I, I tell my daughters the same thing. If they're struggling with something, write it down. They're like, oh, you know, nobody wants to write it down because you know what? Writing it down, you have to actually face it. Mm-hmm. You have to face it in that, in, in that page. And I like to write it like old school pen on paper not just necessarily in the phone. I guess it depends on your age. Um, I write a lot of things in my phone, but I think that if you sit down, I always think of uh, Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Kimmel, but Jimmy Fallon, where he does those thank you notes where he writes them. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but he's always writing thank you notes and there's like, I don't know. But anyway, I think writing things down and looking at them and going back and reviewing them and saying, have I done this? Have I done this? 
wow, I, I am a rock star and these are the reasons I'm a rock star. And then you start actually doing that mind twist. And I think that's, like you said, it's a habit and nothing changes overnight. We have to take steps to get there. And there, they, they might be little steps because what do you always say? Action. You need action, right? Messy action. I say messy action. Messy, messy Take action. Messy action. Exactly. It's it's very true. I don't know any action that's been like just clean and spotless and beautiful. We all go through. I I kind of, re, yeah. I regard my when I look back at my fifties, I go, boy, it was kind of messy in there. But um, we are going to be taking a break, and we will be back with Kelly to discuss fitness, health, faith. So hang in there. We'll be back in a few minutes, you guys. Thank you. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic. And with my guest, Kelly Tyen, we have been talking about surviving breast cancer, having a healthy mindset, having a healthy body, and how we can change our lives through changing our habits. And it doesn't happen overnight. Are we on live? Are we here? Yes. Okay. All right. Anyway, we're back with Kelly Tyen. And Kelly, I wanted to ask you what you do personally. I know that you spend so much time helping other women, but what do you do personally to stay mentally and physically fit? I have 
incorporated a very religious routine in the morning. And I say that because I'm very strict about my morning routine and I'm the person that never had one. Okay. I never, everybody said, Oh, you need a morning routine. I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up and have my coffee and see what happens. (laughs) So for me, I really got into a morning routine in the COVID when, with, when all this happened and we're home and, you know, no one's leaving the house. So in, again, mindset is very important to me, but sometimes as a leader and a coach, I don't put the time in myself. So I started slipping a little and I could feel that in myself. I, and it, it just, I said, I need to do something. Maybe I'm going to do that morning routine. And so I incorporated one for myself and my routine starts with, I wake up, I get my coffee and I read my prayers. I read my Bible. I'm very faithful as we talked about um, earlier. I'm very prayerful. So I do that. I have a few different books. I have chapter books. I'll read one chapter and they're all very inspirational, very faith-based books so I can get fed because I, I don't know about you, Jody, but I'm constantly feeding other people. So you're right. I need to be fed myself and I need to take that time to do that so I can be as strong of a leader as I can. And until I do that, it's non-negotiable. My mornings are non-negotiable unless obviously something crazy happens in the house, but I go down, that's what I do. And then immediately following is my workout. So it's like a thing I just set up and my clients will say to me, well, what if you're not in the mood to go do your workout? And listen, guys, half the time, I'm not in the mood to work out. It's just become a habit that I created, like brushing my teeth. I'm not going to leave the house without brushing my teeth. So for me, after I read, I go right into the gym downstairs. There's not even a question. So I either just throw my workout clothes on before, you know, right when I wake up, or in the days of days where I don't want to go work out, it's embedded in my head that, well, Kelly, this is what's going to make you feel better at the end of the day. Do you want to look back in the day and regret not working out because you were tired or you want to go lay on the couch or do something else? No, I want to get my workout in because it matters to me. I want to feel good. I want to be healthy and strong, not just on the outside, but I want to run up the stairs faster than my 14-year-old. And that's that's the truth. So I'm on a mission to always be stronger than him. <laughs> and I, I love just, that. I, I think I, that it's, I think people look at us and because we did fitness shows and we're fit and we live and we help other women, they think that we're working out five, six times a week. And I remember after Sports Illustrated, I had this, I had my interview with the New York Post and they asked me, well, how many, you know, how often do you work out? A, how often do you work out per day? And I'm like, what? Let's talk about Seven. per week, you know? <laughs> right. And it's because we did all this work in our thirties to have the bodies that we have now, but it is some days a struggle. And some days when I'm training my clients, I look at them and I say, damn, that's a really good workout. I should be doing that myself. And like you, I also created a morning routine because I didn't have one because I was always rushing out of the house. So when I started the show and started talking, you know, just 40 minutes ago about 
how we have gotten stronger and smarter and 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 more more courageous because of covid maybe during that quarantine time we did have the time to to sit back and reflect on our lives and see how we wanted to maybe change or incorporate new habits and now you have this beautiful habit of of getting back, not that you were never in touch with your faith, but getting deeper and in, in touch with your faith and, and bringing it to your life on a daily basis. 100%. That's exactly what I've done. And that's, that's where I'm at presently, even in my business, creating my Faith Fuel and Fitness Group. It's just been an amazing experience. Um, very excited about helping others. We need faith, especially right now. Whatever faith, if you don't have faith and hope in something, you have nothing to rely on. So that's where I have built my faith strong over the last few months. It's really changed a lot in my own personal life. And yeah, I just, I'm super. Is that because of, not because because of of COVID, COVID, but just the other things that have occurred? Just, I think life in general. I lost okay. my mom three years ago. My dad just went through breath, um, cancer, a blood cancer. Just life is really hard at times. And we all know that and everybody goes through so much. So I just rely on faith in God because for me, where else am I going to go when I'm having these weak moments in reading my Bible in the morning and just building my faith, it just gives, it equips me every single morning so I can face the day, face what's ahead. And that's just how I get through. That's, that's how it push. I push, it pushes me forward. And when you were growing up, was faith very important to you as well? It, mm, it, it was in my family, my mom, but I think it was probably, I really, after college, I, I really, in my 20s, I wasn't as prayerful, obviously, as I am now, but my mom just kind of grounded me in the way she taught me. I watched her again, like we said, you know, they're examples to us. And I think I watched her get through life in so much pain every day. And if she didn't have her faith, that's what she relied on every single day. So I think I followed in those footsteps in I just feel absolutely amazing that I did because when I do have a weak moment or when I'm feeling lonely or overwhelmed, that's what I rely on. I think it's important to have that higher power, to believe in a higher power, that there is something stronger than us, no matter what religion you are, whatever faith you are, whether it's the universe or whoever whoever it is that you want to Um, regard as your higher power. That's just my personal opinion. And I think you and I agree with that. So when your mom passed away, let's talk about your beautiful mom and what a best friend she was and uh, how, how you got through that. And what did you learn from her? I know you learned about putting on a happy face and being strong every day and, and having faith, but what are some of the other things that you've taken away from, from having her as your best friend? Wow. She was all my girlfriends wrapped in one. I'm an only child. So from the minute I was born, we were just so close. Just one of those different relationships that I cherish so much. And she just, you know, the word I can use when I think of her is resilient. And 
it's just sums up who she was. She was resilient. She went through, I watched her suffer with a lot of different obstacles. I mean, she lost her sister and her best friend all within the same time frame. Then she lost her other best friend, you know, from loss to struggling with her health. She was resilient. And I think that's something I'm proud of myself that I'm, I've become resilient as well, because this is what I know. We're all going to go through life with struggle. That is a guarantee. What is not a guarantee is going through life easily, right? So we know that there's trials, tribulations. That's actually in the Bible. And God never said, your life is going to be great. Hey, there you go. Have a great life. So I think just when you go through hard times, when you get a diagnosis, you have a loss in your family, you know, being resilient because there are people around you. There are people watching you. And if you have children that is, and you're crumbling, what do they have to lean on? Nothing. And maybe you're leading at work and you're crumbling. Well, what are your employees looking at? I think cry it out. I'm not saying be as like a stone, but get it together. Take the step forward. You're worth it. You're an overcomer. I'm no different than you. If I can do it, you can do it. And that's just how I believe. If I can do it, and if I've been through what I've been through, you can do it too. I think that's absolutely wonderful advice. And I think people don't give themselves the um, the space to cry, the space to know that um, it's okay to feel weak and in that there are people, if you are a mom or you have small children around you, or you have people that are looking up to you for guidance, it's okay for them to see you like that. But then as you and I both agree, pull yourself up through your bootstraps, whether it's faith, whether it's through friends, whether it's through a Facebook group, whatever it is, find that group of people because um, they are going to help you there. I, I, you know, on a personal level, when I went through my divorce a long time ago, and my girls were nine and thirteen, very impressionable ages, and uh, I couldn't let them see me crumble. That's what that's what made me so strong. Is that's what gave me the posh because I had these two little faces staring at me, going. We're looking at you, mommy. We're looking at you. And that's what pushed me all the time to be the best version of myself. And I was wondering, did Addicted to the Climb come to you after your mom passed? Because I feel that you are always pushing yourself to be the best, best version of yourself. And you are a rock star already and you don't need to do anything more. But I know it's within you. It's just this burning desire, this push that you have, I think you're just born with it to keep pushing you. And it is, you know, did that that name, Addicted to the Climb, come soon after your mom passed, or how did you come up with it? It did. It, it came after, right after. I just was journaling one day or in my head and really just thinking about my life and the things I have been through. And I, somebody said, I think I was listening to something and they said, well, everybody's addicted to something. And at that point, I said, I, I'm, I don't have an addictive personality. I'm really not addicted to anything. And I, right away, it was like a light bulb. I was like, I'm addicted to just keeping on going. I'm, I'm, I don't stop. I, I'm not stopping. Nothing's going to stop me with anything. 
you know, when I, even with my business, I'll just create a program and try it out and see if it goes, if it flops, it flops. It, but I'm all about trying and addicted to the climb. It, it just came into my head. I said, I'm addicted to climbing higher. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a podcast now and talk about that and bring people on that are also addicted to climbing higher to show others that you have to just keep climbing. There's no turning backwards. If you go backwards, what happens then? So we have to keep climbing. And that's where the whole show came out of and course came out of. No, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful name and it's um, it truly speaks to who you are. And if you don't take the action, you stay stuck. And we've talked about this so many times and you stay stuck, you don't take any action. You actually go backwards and uh, it's a terrible place to get stuck. And so that's why it's so important to find that, that, that mentor to, to connect with some kind of partner to connect with. And in speaking of connecting, um, we're both involved in network marketing. You started a long time ago with Mary Kay in your twenties, right? I did. I loved it. Oh man, did I love it. It, Mary Kay was the Network marketing, first of all, is my absolute love. I love everything about it. I mean, if you're thinking about network marketing, you guys, let me just give you a few things that it's going to do for you. You're going to learn sales. You're going to learn leadership. You're going to learn teamwork. You're going to learn about community. You're going to learn about um, glass ceilings being broken on a daily, hourly basis because there's no limit in your paycheck. There's so much about it that I love and I'm just so thankful, friendships, meeting Jody. I mean, look at where we are right now in our friendship already through our network marketing business. So I am all for it. There's all pros to network marketing. It's what you put in is what you get out. So you can put in 1% and get 1% out of it. You put in 100%, you'll get 100% back. That's what I mean. Isn't that reflective of life? Yes. If you do something half-assed, you're going to get half-assed results. Yeah. If you put in 1%, you're going to get 1% back. It's like relationships, your fitness routine, your diet, everything. It's it's what you put in, you get back. I say that all the time. It doesn't you know, hurt when that our products are amazing. Sorry. They are amazing, aren't they? I, it, that no, I mean, I started using... Yeah. I mean, I started using the products back during quarantine because, you know, I was like, what the heck, you know, and I was working out a lot like you because I I amped up my workout routine because I wasn't training anybody. So I had all this time and then was able to try out the products. And I came back to the studio and everybody was like, whoa, like what, what to do? And, you know, skin and everything just... I mean, you just glow from the products. So love if you, the products. you guys love need any information. Right. Yeah, you- Liquid gold. <laughs> Liquid gold. Yes, we all, we all need it. But it is so true. I've been involved. I just got involved in network marketing probably about 10 years ago. Didn't know anything about it. But it is. It's about building a team. And sometimes you build that team and then it's great for a while and then it crumbles Mm -hmm. and then you build it back up Mm -hmm. and then you, you figure it out, but it's, it, you do learn so much about yourself again, you know, learning what you can actually create. And if you like working with other people, it's a great way to make a living and to do it from the comfort of your own home. 
That's what I love about it is everything's on your phone. There's no more parties. There's no more, you know, going and bringing products, a big box of products. When I used to have Mary Kay had so much inventory and I had to buy the inventory. There's nothing. We don't have to do any of that anymore. It's super, super simple. And I love our specific company because they pretty much lay it all out for you. They, there's scripts upon scripts. There's training upon training. And I again, it goes back to what we were talking about a while back in the conversation is being a part of something where there's people two, three steps ahead of you. And, and they're willing to help you because it's a win-win for the both sides. So when, when I bring someone in and I'm helping her or him make more money and earn more money, well, it's a win for me too because it's helping me as well. And that's what I love about it. It's helping lift each other up and we're all winning together. So not only are we empowering people who are on our team or empowering the people that purchase the product Mm -hmm. and giving them the opportunity to not only become physically healthier, but also fiscally healthier Mm -hmm. because we want to maybe shrink that belly, but we want to like bulge that wallet, right? Exactly. Perfect. I love that line. Shrink the belly and bulge the wallet. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, and it's so empowering when you see somebody that you bring up from up the ranks and oh, see yeah. them blossom because it's always that person who is so timid. I know I was really timid at the beginning and I had uh, a great mentor that helped raised me up and gave me the confidence to to do the things online. But that was 10 years ago. You know, now with the company we're involved, with network marketing, for anybody who's listening right now and thinking about a career in network marketing, we're not, this isn't about network marketing. This is just our experience with it and how empowering it is. And both Kelly and I are here to empower, educate, empower, and inspire that uh, it's it's easy. It's super easy if you have the desire to help others, if you have the desire to work hard, if you have the desire to change your life. And if those things are important to you after you've journaled and after you've put everything down on paper and your dreams and your wishes, then um, this is just a lovely, easy, nothing's really easy, but it is a fun thing. And it's a way to feel super empowered and to help others. And uh, that's why I like network marketing as well. And the way the world is going, everything's going online. I feel now is a, such a great opportunity to get involved in something like this. If you're fe- it, number one, if you're feeling lonely and you don't have a tribe, well, you could be part of a new tribe and start making some money. I always say what you said, Jody. Messy action. If you're not sure, take a few steps. It's going to be messy no matter what. That, that's the beginning phase of anything you do. It's messy, and that's what holds people back. But I say just take the messy action because you won't know until you try. And that's and we can't and we can't let fear get in our way because I know that you have faced, as you've discussed, so many things that may have, you know, stopped you in your way. And you're like, nope, move away, cancer, move away, mm-hmm. move away, move away, move away. I've got this. I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to not let the fear of anything else get in my way. And I think that so many people, when they try something like a new fitness routine or a new meal plan or a new product, like we're talking about, or they lose somebody or they get cancer 
and they fear, how am I ever going to move forward? How am I going to get healthy? That fear stops us so many times. It stops us in our tracks and we become paralyzed from fear. And I could speak of that because even when I started competing, we didn't even get to fitness. We'll have to do another show on fitness competitions. But it was almost two years until my coach literally pushed me on stage because I, I, I was so fearful. So you have faced so many things. And so how do you how do you live a fearlessly authentic life? What does fearlessly authentic mean to you to live that life and to help others live that life? Again, it's just getting up, showing up. I think the word in the phrase of the day in this episode is just show up. If you can just show up no matter what, that's a win. You know, whether that's getting yourself out of bed, if you're suffering right now, you're in the midst of something very heavy. It's getting yourself out of bed, getting dressed, taking a shower. You showed up. That's all you need to do. I think it's just not trying to put pressure. I think it's not trying to do everything. It's just showing up in one small area. That's a win for you, whether it's like I said, getting up or if you're struggling in your fitness and you just can't get, you know, you're saying, why I can't get motivated. How do you girls do it? Listen, get yourself awake, get your workout clothes on, take it from there. Just do that. Once you have your workout clothes on, put your sneakers on, just do that. Show up in the area where you're having a hard time. Keep showing up. You might not do the workout that first time. You might just put the clothes on, (laughs) but I think maybe putting the clothes on five days in a row, you're going to be like, what the heck am I doing? All right. So I got to go work out now. Right. So that I think just showing up and, and doing moving forward, taking that step to just keep climbing. And to be, and to, and to have that attitude of being fearless going forward exactly, and, being, and being, having the courage to get yeah. out of bed, to put those sneakers on, to put that sports bra on right. and, and do it. And uh, that's, I think that's great advice to give any, give everybody. And also, you know, going back to your faith, which is so important is having the faith in yourself to be courageous, to Mm -hmm. be fearless, Mm -hmm. having the faith, knowing wherever you're going to get that faith from to dig deep into the, that place to overcome that fear. I agree. I love it. Yes. So Kelly, if, People want to get in touch with you. Um, I know it's in your bio, but could you let us all know how we could reach you sure. if um, somebody wants to reach out to you? They can reach me on social, Facebook, Kelly Tyen, Instagram, Kelly Tyen, my website, kellytyen.com, I'm K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. And yeah, I would love to hear from anyone that has questions. DM me. I answer everything. And I have a Facebook group like you. So They can find me on any of those. Thank you very much, Kelly Tyen, for your time today and for giving us so much great advice. It was a complete pleasure to have you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, everybody. And join us next next week and uh, subscribe and like and share my podcast tomorrow. And thank you again for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Thanks again, Kelly. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. 
please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com.